Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the ID Podcast. We are here at Account Text today, and I have actually rounded up several of my Latino and Latina brethren here that I love to kind of talk to them a little bit. And, you know, what I want to talk about today is going to be kind of the state of the industry, but how we see it as Latinos, how we see it from our point of view. And so I'm going to go ahead and just kind of walk around and I want you guys to introduce yourselves. So we'll start with you. My name is Deanna. I'm from Florida, and currently I have a bookkeeping business where I mainly cater to the Hispanic population, do a lot of translating from English to Spanish, so a lot of these are new business owners, and that's kind of what I do. Hi, my name is Loida Moreno, and I've been in the tax industry for 15, 16 years now. I am a franchise owner, a tax franchise owner, and I am <laughs> here in Account Tax trying to get some more information about new things going on in the accounting world and finance world. Hi, I'm Jonathan Jimenez, CPA, based out of San Antonio, Texas. I currently work in the industry, but I am also trying to start working on nights and weekends and trying to build a, a firm myself. Like I said, based in the San Antonio, Texas community, there is a lot of Hispanic culture. There's a lot of Hispanics there. Obviously, the majority of the population is going to be Hispanic. So just uh, looking forward to touching base on the industry and where, where we're going from here to, to help improve the, the Hispanic, Latino culture as well and the, and the people that are looking for, for more type of services that could help them. Cool. And then, last but not least, we've got Tony, oh, yeah, Mar oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Tony Martinez, Latino Tax Pro. Thanks for being with us. I love what we're doing. We are streaming live on various platforms and bringing people together that serve the same market. So a lot of us here are Latino. Everyone gravitated to our booth. And so we said, hey, let's set everyone down and have a conversation. So that's what we do. That's what I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no, me too. So, okay. So what, what I want to talk about is is kind of the question is, what do you guys see as far as the industry goes from your eyes? So I know for me, what I see is a big shift. It's a shift from moving away from just basic compliance work. So, you know, not just instead of just being a bookkeeper after the fact bookkeeper, you know, kind of doing it in real time using, you know, cloud applications. Me, everybody knows I'm a big Zero fanboy, so I, I got I to gotta rep them. But, you know, using softwares like that, if we're doing tax returns doing tax planning as well, kind of, you know, getting our firm to level up if we can. And that's kind of what I've seen where the industry's headed. And a lot of the, the conversations I have with a lot of people is that the resources are there, but there's not very many resources in Spanish. And so that's something I, you know, so that that's the, what I see, at least in the industry, which is what brought me to account text is I want to see what is the, what new applications are out there and what can I use to help my clients. They, I mean, we're here to help our clients, you know, so I want to get your take on that. As far as what do you see as far as the industry goes and, you know, what, why are you here? Okay, so what I've noticed lately is just we actually, I was born in Mexico. We came over to the U.S. when I was around six. And, you know, at the first stages of us being here in the U.S., we noticed that there, there was a lot of, Within the Hispanic population, they were a bit afraid to come out and to talk about their status, to be open about, you know, what, even if when they did have questions and, you know, with taxes and all of that. So nowadays, I see a lot of people are more open. They're a lot more, they put themselves in a position where they, 
they will let you know what they're going through. They are open about, you know, wanting to start, you know, their businesses. Their initiative is a lot higher <laughs> than it was about 20 years ago when you, when we did get here. And because of that, you get a lot of Hispanics out there that have no idea what they're doing, but they want to take that step to move forward and to start businesses or to, you know, live a life that is, you know, outside of the shadows. So I think that's something that, you know, within the industry has to, you know, take note of. We were doing QuickBooks and then I realized QuickBooks, they don't really have, you know, a, a Spanish, Hispanic, you know, oriented platform per se. And to me, that just seems archaic kind of just because you know our Hispanic population here in the U.S. is just growing and a lot of them are integrating themselves into this culture and so I'd like to see a difference in there I'd like to see some movement in there yeah and also a lot of Hispanics use QuickBooks I right. noticed a lot of Hispanic firms use QuickBooks so I know Intuit has or QuickBooks has their road shows that they go to different cities and they like user shows and I never understood why they can't have two rooms one in English, one in Spanish, the same content at the same event. We do that at Latino Tax Pro, Latino Tax Fest, at our regional seminars, and it leads to a lot of engagement. And so that's something that they need to be aware. Is it because they don't have the right team to do it, or they don't care about the market, which I don't think that's the case, right? They, they're a big corporation. I'm sure they understand the Latino market exists, but maybe they just need some feedback. Maybe they need to hear from us. Okay, so growing up, I didn't really see myself in the industry of accounting and finance, and it was uh, it was a shame. It was mainly white male oriented, and I found that very disappointing. I didn't have a mentor. However, I was introduced to a Latino company, tax accounting company, and I did understand that I too could become a leader and implement and implement what I had learned and also teach our community uh, financial literacy. And that is mainly what I would like to do in the future. That is uh, very important to educate not only, you know, Latinos, but everyone in general. However, I do, I do see in within my practice, Spanish people, Spanish speaking people coming to me <laughs> expressing that they do want to do the right thing. They do want to pay their taxes and they want to do, well, the right financial thing within the U.S. standards. And so that is that is good. They just need to be guided on the right road. And so that is why we're here. Yeah, and you know what that said? I noticed there's a lot of challenges that we see in the Latino market. One of the biggest things is some Latino business owners don't know how to classify their workforce. They think they're contractors, but they're employees. And at times I see employees getting paid in cash. And I don't know if that is something because mi cuñado, oh, my cousin, does it that way in his business, so it should be cool. But you're right, the, the need for financial literacy is, is how we're going to fill that gap. Because if we could educate a lot of the Latinos, whether Latino families filing taxes or business owners on what the rules are. Mm -hmm. These are the laws. These are the rules. And this is how things work. Most of them will, will do things right. right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And as I said, they are willing to do it. It's just we need to embrace them. We need to educate them. We need to let them know, yay, it is okay. 
you know, let's do it no matter what your status is, you know, and, and yes, they do want to do it. I mean, honest, honestly, I have a lot of clients with ITINs and they do want to report their earnings. And, and so, yeah. Empower them. We want to empower them. We want to empower them. Yeah. Thank you I very think, much. Yeah, no, no, I, you were right there and I was like, yeah, yeah I, trust Thank me, you. I had a hard time. All right, Jonathan. Yeah, so, so just to give you a background, growing up, I'm from the Rio Grande Valley, McAllen, Texas, which is about 10 minutes from the Mexico border, Reynosa. So obviously there's a huge Hispanic population, and I think a lot of Hispanic, just kind of our culture and the way we are, um, very hardworking and very willing willing to do a lot of the jobs that the, some of the, why they say that we take jobs, but we really are working on a lot of the construction and other things. I guess I, I had that firsthand experience. My my father did a construction framing my whole life. Still to this day, he does a lot of construction. And so a lot of those individuals do want to go on their own. Then they do need that financial information to be able to help them and guide them as they, they try to build their own business and build the American dream. Such such an awesome experience for people to come here and be able to to build the build the dream here and being able to start their own businesses, being able to, to implement that. So I think from a perspective of, of, of from a, a perspective of accounting and finance, we need to be able to do a better job and make sure that we can teach and coach these individuals that do have these these companies that are doing really well, whether that's landscaping, construction, whether there's other different things that kind of like we do. I know obviously not necessarily stereotyping, obviously some of the Asian markets, they have a lot of nail salons where ours is going to be more landscaping, construction and other things that we do. And so being able to, to help them and, and coach them and show them, hey, look, you could grow this business. And, and kind of to what your point was earlier where 1099 or W2, I mean, my, my dad got paid cash for years growing up. Like it's, that was the way they understood it. But if you could coach them and grow them and give them opportunities to partner with, with certain banks so that they can offer offer checking accounts to the employees and, and work them through a W-2 system, be able to give them those healthcare needs and other things that they can provide to their family while they came over here. I think those are going to be huge and things that we can do for the community and being able to give back to the Latino community there. Yeah, what I like about what we're doing as accountants is that we directly affect these small businesses, their financial goals. And if we could guide them, they could scale. And if they scale, they could make more money, hire more employees, put away like retirement funds, health funds, and the entire community across the country will begin to we can, elevate. We can prosper, yes. Yeah, as, prosper. As but, yes. but through through our hard work, like, and our own means, like, we're not asking, like, sin perdón y sin permiso. Yeah, yeah say, definitely. Like and straight that's up, like, right? And we just scale, scale, scale together. Definitely, yeah. And we, we help each other as we grow, yeah, because that's, that would be, that's huge, I think. And those are the, that's what we can give them and that's what we need to be able to provide them so they can scale their businesses. Talking to the mic because I'm talking <laughs> without it. No, I love it, you know, and that, that's kind of what, you know, we, we each have a different perspective. We each see different things, but at the end of the day, we all see the same thing is we were trying to help, you know, because and this is something we talked about earlier. I forget who it was. Was it Stanford Business School or somebody came out with? Graduate yeah, Graduate School of Business is talking about how they, you know, Latinos reach a certain point. And that's it. They're capped, you know, and, and so that's something where we and I know I know I'm sure I can speak for you guys. We want to get them past that point. We want to help them get past that point because, you know, you scale so much and then it's like, oh, well, estoy trabajando bastante. I'm working all these hours and, and you know, and then you reach your burnout and then, you know, it takes them away from spending time with family and, you know, doing things that actually are growing their business. because They're too busy working on it. So I think for us to be able to help them take that next step 
is important and it's also important for us. I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to see what we can do to help them get that next step, get to that next level. You know, what applications are out there that there's one, there's a restaurant, like a POS system, and they've got like a, you can, you can order your own, like you, you can literally, they've, they've got a touchscreen where you can order your food, you know, and I immediately thought of the, the taco trucks at two o'clock in the morning, you know, yeah. the long lines. If you can just have somebody go in, boom, 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 swipe your card, and all it is is just, okay, I need six tacos de fajita, seis de trompo, you know, it's like, you know, you don't have to deal with all the cash, handling of the cash, and you can kind of speed it up, and, and, and at that point, you know, you're done a lot quicker. Instead of getting out there at six in the morning because you have to, you know, take care of all that, you eliminate the cash, and again, you know, you're out there super late. Maybe, you know, yeah, it's safer. safer. It's a lot safer. And so that that's kind of why, you know, I'm here. And I know, like I said, I, I don't want to speak for y'all, but I'm sure that's why you guys are here too because we're trying to find the way to, to best help our clients. And so, no, but I, I love it. I, I love the fact that we all gravitated together. <laughs> Thank you, Tony, for, for being here. This is because this is of you. Thank um, you, Tony. So, okay, what I want to know is as far as what is the biggest pain point that your clients, is, is there like a one pain point that you've seen with your clients? Because I know we all service different clientele. So I'll start with me. My big thing with some of the clients I have is keeping tracking time. So I, you know, your contractors, tracking the time, it's just, and they spend a whole day on Friday chasing people for timesheets, you know, where something like a T-sheets or a time camp or a harvest can kind of take that away you know so is that is there something that you guys kind of an underlying theme that you've seen with with your client base or no i actually something that comes about is really the importance of being compliant with labor laws and even like tax you know compliance and see there is because of the lack of knowledge and the lack of translation that there is out there you know a lot of these new business owners they come in from a background where, you know, if they own a business, it's very informal. You know, they're, they, they don't quite know how to track or what even to track, what to look for. And so trying to get them to understand the importance of being able to track their, you know, incomes and their, their overhead and all that stuff, it, it's, it's a little different. We owned a taco truck and to have to educate my parents into you know, sales tax and then the difference between sales tax and income tax and, you know, the importance of keeping track of all the receipts and, and it was a little difficult. And even, you know, if we go more profound, you know, than that, there was the food preparation aspect. So they have to be compliant, you know, with the food laws out there, you know, especially in our state. I don't know how I know some of us are from Texas and California and New York. But in Florida, it's, they're very, you know, health inspectors are out there. And I feel like sometimes they kind of pinpoint, you know, our little taco trucks out at the end of the street because they figure, you know, something must, must go on in there. And I'm trying to educate, you know, my parents and then, you know, any kind of employees that, hey, I know back home you guys didn't hardly have any health laws or you know but here you you have to wear gloves you have to do this and there is a need for for that kind of information out there for them they they need to be able to go out there and and find resources to be able to do that and one person can't do it all so i feel like a lot of these companies here at account really need to get on board with that there's a lot out there's an untapped uh, untapped market 
And it'll be interesting to see once they do start emerging with these different types of features. And I was going to ask you, what's the reason why you think that, like, the Latino business, or your parents for that matter, need to learn about the differences between the, the tax laws and everything? It's because growing up, they never encountered that information, right? Right. And, and I think you hit on a really good point that at first, when we started Latino Tax Pro, we were thinking, let's target Latinos, let's bring them together. But lately, we've been thinking, hey, what we all have in common is that we serve not just Latinos, but immigrants. And right. so if, when you come from either, say, China or Mexico or Colombia or South Africa and you come to this country and you're looking to start a business, you may not know what sales tax is or how it works and state tax and payroll tax. So I see what you're saying. Just education, right? Is right, right. So what I'm hearing is, you know, moving away from the compliance of just let me file your sales tax to more of that, what they're, the big key word, the advisor role. <laughs> Everybody talks about what the advisor, advisor, but that, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, you can get into, you know, HR, you know, kind of helping them, advising with HR, you know, Gusto has a good platform to, you know, do something like that. But just, you know, we, we can move into those more roles and instead of just being an expense for them, being more of a, we're an investment, we're, we're part of their team, you know, that they, they grow because of us. They don't not grow because we're too expensive. No, no, they pay us where they're investing and they, they grow with us. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. I think that's huge. The factor of is definitely be able to bring that value and pay for yourself and being able to, to show them that they can grow and make that. That's a huge point there. So I want to get your take a little bit about what, what do you see as far as when it comes to your client base? What's, what's a big pain point you see? As far as my clients, definitely good record bookkeeping, good, good record keeping in general. I mean, some of them, you know, they use the whole traditional, the old traditional, like bringing the bags with the thousands of receipts, very unorganized. So I definitely embrace and just recommend for them to use, you know, somewhat of a platform as far as like a zero or even QuickBooks or, you know, and that's always recommended for me. I just, I think that's, that's very important because they're losing out on a lot of money. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, they're they're complaining, but I tell them, listen, you need better, you know, record keeping. Well, I mean, as far how, as receipts and yeah, how can you know if you're making money if you don't know what's coming in or out? Exactly. You know, and you can only do keep your track up to here for so long. Exactly. You know, once yeah. you get to a certain point, you know, I had a client say, like, oh, well, I've got thirty thousand dollars in the bank. Good right. for you, you know, right. but are you making the, you know, are your margins where they need to be? Right. Right. What are margins? Right. Or if they do get yeah. paid cash, they do spend it that same Friday, mm. you know. So, yeah, no, that, yeah, no, that, 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 that's organization. That's they, really interesting. Gonna... And, you know, with that said, that's one of the reasons why in that going back to that Stanford report that these businesses cannot scale because they can't access capital and they can't access capital because their books are not in order. And, and so financial statements. And so and it's interesting how it, it all connects. Right. And how we are at the core of it, like if we guide these businesses and help their financial statements, their balance sheets, profit and loss statements, they could take it to these the banks or whatever, access capital, and then with some guidance and some mentorship, maybe they can mentor with each other, like in the same industry, they could scale. Right? 100%. I mean, I think you hit it right on the nail of the head. It comes down to the numbers. Numbers don't lie. 
you know, like you can, that. you know, you're like, hey, how come, what does Juan get to go and, and go on vacations? But, you know, yo me estoy partiendo la madre to, to work and I can barely pay my bills. Well, right. where are your books? I don't have books. Okay, right. well, that's, that's your first step. We yes. need to figure out where the money's going. You know, and then when you open up the books and you, that's when you get to see, okay, this is where the money's going. And then you can start making those, those hard changes. Right. Don't yeah. tell me how much money you have. Show me the money. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Show me. Yes, I love it. Hi, right, Jonathan. What about you, my friend? I've met with some potential clients, and then I have another client. And so I think one of the one of the the pain points I think to, she touched a great is going to be making sure they have the right record keeping. I got a company right now that does ten million a year in revenue, and they do not have their books in order. And so they're factoring their AR to make sure they run their business right. So you're talking about them factoring. If they get paid within the window that they have, they're, they're giving up a point. If they get outside of that, then they're giving up 2.5% of their revenue to, to get the, the factoring done. And the only reason they have to do that is because they don't have legit financial statements to be able to go to the bank to be able to, to, to have a revolving line of credit so they can scale their business and grow even further. Not, not saying that they, they don't have a successful business, but these are things that we can come in and we can work with these business owners and we can coach them and tell them, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm going to help you get your books in order. I'm going to get your financial statements. We'll be able to go to the bank. We're going to be able to, to take away that factoring, whatever that's costing you. I mean, 10 million, two and a half percent, that's 250,000. They're not getting paid in time. I'm sure we can obviously lower that by with interest rates and only using your credit when you need it and stuff like that and just being able to give them that financial literacy and be able to to help them with that so then they can they can grow their businesses and save money and that money they're saving if we if, we, if I could save that client a hundred thousand dollars from 250 to 150 and that they can use that money to to bring in other people to do things we can we can streamline processes we can we can get some of these technologies that are out here and that's part of the reason I'm out here at account X also so I think that that's going to be a huge factor and then I, on top of that I think the the other factor is going to be kind of like your your simple payroll your simple other things too that they 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 still do manually and they they pay cash so if we can streamline that and get them with some of these systems like you mentioned those things would be able to help their business significantly save them time which is what you want as a business owner you don't you don't want to spend that time in the business i understand you you want to understand all the business but the more you can make your business work for you the more free time you could have the more vacations you could take the more the more things that they can do as as aspiring business owners in the community so i think kind of all of those different things, whether it's implementing payroll solutions, whether it's implementing doing their back office for them, whether it's taking over all their back office for them so they don't have to worry about finding an accountant that may not may not live up to the standards or may not do the level of work that they want, may not some of those items. I think it's it's not necessarily one item that's that we have to focus on. I think it's gonna be all the different factors that, that involve in a business if we can if we can help support them in all of those and use our partnerships with the technologies that we like and being able to implement that and save them time that's ultimately what these business owners want and that's what they need and that's where the advisors and that's where the cpa and and, and the bookkeepers and, and tax preparers we come into play and we can help them and i was speaking to one of my network the other day and He's in the San Antonio area and his, his, they own like multi, they own like 30 plus condos. And so 
his dad and mom are only Spanish speaking and they hired one lady because she spoke Spanish. <laughs> they liked her because she spoke Spanish. She didn't do the best of job of communication and they're looking elsewhere at this point because they're saying, I sent an email and I hadn't heard back for a month. <laughs> like, I don't know why I have to file an extension when I gave them all the information a month before. Like, how, how am I having to file an extension for that? I gave them plenty of time and all the information. So I think the more we can do and the more we can use technology and use these smart back office to, to streamline processes and to improve the, the time spent, that that's all going to be a win for the client and the Latino community. Yeah, so what I hear you saying is that small business owners, maybe Latino small business owners, immigrant small business owners, they need a way to, to, to find accountants. It looks like these small business owners need to find accountants. So where do they go find the right accountants? And so that's something we at Latino Tax Pro are trying to you know, do, maybe do like a directory, say these accountants are using these apps, have taken these classes, are certified by Latino Tax Pro, that they could serve your needs. And I think that's the key, that's, right, yeah, to be able could, to yeah, connect to leverage both people. Because, yeah. like, you're right. If you're a small business owner, you're a Latino immigrant, you're looking for somebody that speaks your language, where do you go find that? On Google or something? Or you know? But that's also has the required education. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the before they're skills. listed on the directory, they need to have the minimum education, yeah, the minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think, like, like, speaking to that one of my network, I mean, they hired that lady only because she knew Spanish, and then they didn't end up, they weren't satisfied with that that the level of service they were getting there. Yeah, what were her credentials? <laughs> yeah, but, but I see that happening a lot in our community that just because they speak their language and they go and yeah. help them. It's all connected, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's about though. Yeah, sorry, having a little technical difficulties over here with the Lutaifi, we had to go, we had to stop that because it was just, it was just oh, my like face. It. Yeah, it was my face and I don't, I don't think people wanted to see my face on there <laughs> the whole time. But guys, we're coming up to the end of it. You know, I just want to say thank you for coming on. This was great. This is exactly what I wanted. You know, to talk about what we see, because we do have a different perspective. You know, we deal with, with this community, and this is something. And I'm, I'm hearing the same thing, is, is we all are trying to advise them. We're not just trying, you know, it's not like, hear your numbers, go have fun with them. You know, we're trying to educate, we're trying to empower, and we're trying to, like you said, help them get past that next step that to, to grow that wealth. Because I know that's a big thing that the, that the Stanford business they're trying to do is to grow the wealth and so that that's what gets me so it gets me excited that, that's why i do what i do i'm sure that's why you guys do what you do and everything so i just want to say thank you for coming on and if people want to get in contact with you guys how would they be able to do that i do have a facebook page jardina spanish services so if anybody didn't need to get in contact with me you could try me through there other than that you can find me on facebook diana cruz same thing social media loida moreno yeah, you're going to find me on, on LinkedIn for most of my professional information there at Jonathan Jimenez CPA. And then Tony? Yeah, for sure. If you go to Google, you put Latino Tax Pro, we show up. Perfect. So just under Latino Tax Pro. We have Latino Tax Fest. So remember, everyone, next July 2020, we'll be back at the MGM for three days of classes and a lot of fun. You were there this year, right? Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. For you guys that haven't gone, have you, have you been? So just imagine, it's just a bunch of our people getting together during the day. You learn about tax, and at night is nothing but mariachis and fiestas and, <laughs> and tequila. So it, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, so, there you go. So, all right, guys, I just want to say thank you for coming on, and we have a wonderful day.